Learn how you can quickly scale and increase your business lead sales and profits using paid traffic. You're listening to Cast Hub with Mike Midgley and Damien Qualter. Hey, and welcome to episode six of the Cast Hub. It's great to be on the show. And this week, we're going to talk everything about paid traffic and the conundrum that sits around you know, getting those traffic, fill those funnels through various mediums. And I'm really excited to be joined today by Damien Qualter. Damien's our lead uh, paid traffic consultant. And um, I'll tell you a little bit more about Damien in a moment or two. But Damien, how's it doing today? Are you, are you having a good week? I'm having a fantastic week. Thanks a lot for inviting me on the podcast. I've got quite a lot of stuff I want to get through today. So, you know, it's for, for, for all levels. I want to give some great tips and, and stuff that people who avoid things which you know, can cost a lot of money and time. So got, awesome. got a lot of notes here to make. So I, I just warn people, get, get the pens and pads ready and uh, there's going to be some great content. Today fabulous, fabulous. Well, I really appreciate you joining us on the show, Damien. I know the work that you do is yep. stunning and, and certainly, guys, and for the audience and for the entrepreneurs and the young entrepreneurs out there, uh, pay traffic is something that, you know, I'm sure Damien will talk about later on about where people have a goal themselves, but the amount of time, effort, money they're wasting. So the dynamite content that you're going to get on this show is going to be phenomenal. You know, Damien's one of the lead paid traffic people uh, in, you know, not only in the UK, but he works extensively in the States. Damien's also a qualified Infusionsoft certified partner. He's a certified partner for Bing and Google. Um, he concentrates heavily on SEO and paid traffic strategies and really works and helps to, you know, enter entrepreneurs to deliver powerful and distinctive online paid campaigns that, you know, generate leads. Uh, a bit of background, Damien, I hope I'm not going to embarrass you and show you your age here, buddy, but uh, over a 23, 22, 23 year career, um, many great uh, achievements. He built a multi very young, Mike. Yeah. Very, very young. Yeah, 17 again, but but overall, uh, you know, built a multi-million pound property portfolio, uh, you know, done over three or four six-figure launches. He's the author of three best-selling books, uh, and he also holds an MBA at Manchester Business School um, as well. So we're not uh, dealing with the usual run-of-the-mill type of people who talk about paid traffic. We're talking about somebody who understands business, somebody who understands the digital marketing space, um, you know, and with his consultancy and his even held positions on PLC executive board. So welcome to the show, Damien. Is that a fair reflection or is that, uh, you know, embarrassing you too much? Hopefully not. (laughs) I'm, I'm blushing. I've got a lot to live up to, to Mike, haven't I? Absolutely. To, yeah, we're uh, setting the standards. No pressure. No yeah. pressure. So so what was the most fulfilling part of the career then, uh, Damien? Was it the MBA? Was it the launches? Was it, you know, becoming infusion? So, you know, talk to me a little bit about what, you know, before we get on to the interview and pay traffic, what, what's the yeah. most fulfilling part of your career? I, I think that was was the, the, the break from um, being in a corporate job. I had a very good corporate job. Textile industry was my, my first sort of career when I left university. Um, always wanted to be an entrepreneur. Yeah. I suppose like a lot of people get caught up in the corporate world, good pay, good salary, don't want to break away. And, and unfortunately, I was, I was given a, a, a chance to work on my own. And, yeah. and that was the big breakthrough going forward. Yeah. And I've never looked back, really. I've been doing it a long time now so probably totally unemployable now but, uh, you've gone from the from the light side to the dark side of unemployment so, so yeah. you have to be an entrepreneur yeah. type of thing that's it 
But, Not many yeah. jobs we consider around as, as scruffy as I am in my... Oh, my absolutely, head. and uh, we'll get we'll get you in the uniform shirt soon. So, guys, for the entrepreneurs listening on the show, uh, Damon's a cracking fellow as well. You know, he's a great guy, and you know, he, he, he's available to successful clients as well. You know, um, both on paid and, and 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 consultative type services. But outside of that, you know. I think the biggest sort of area that I really want to sort of focus and start in, because this podcast is all about paid traffic, it's all there. And I think when we work with clients, Damon, as you know, we get them on the whiteboard and we structure them out and do whatever. You know, one of the obvious questions that we get asked at strategic level, or even as we're moving by, as we as you get involved, you know, is, is what sort of paid traffic works best for businesses? And, you know, uh, if I could open the, the podcast up with that one, you, maybe you could share your thoughts, you know, on that question. Yeah. And, uh, uh, you know, give some area. You know, some some tips on that area. It's a great, great question. That and I, th- I think it's very important for for any entrepreneur or business owner to to, to really understand what's going to work. And, and I, I guess paid traffic can be broken down into two main areas. Yeah. That is, um, the search intent, which is platforms like Google. So someone's actively searching for a solution to something. So you've got a uh, you know, a, a broken tap or whatever. Yeah. What do you do? You jump on Google and you search there. Now you've got the other type of traffic, which uh, the sort of hot subject is, is things like Facebook. Yeah. Facebook, obviously, fantastic. One point seven billion people, I think, that currently on it. Um, One billion active users. The difference with with Facebook, and this is what works. You know, it, it, I think people take a long time to, to grasp the concept is you've got to be um, causing sort of interruptive advertising on Facebook. Yeah. Because no one really is searching for your solution on Facebook. It's a social platform. And, you know, and, and unless you've got something which will uh, advertise to, to, to their particular need, to their interest, to their demographic, whatever it might be, then th- there's two different platforms. Absolutely. Equally you know, equally well, depends on your, your business model. Now, if you're a, a plumber, emergency plumber, then you're not really going to do very well on Facebook, really. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's more instant gratification. Yeah. I need that now type of service. And yeah. ju- just just for yeah. the audience, because like I say, we have a wide range of, uh, yeah. of listeners, Damien, from, you know, just getting started to the more advanced yeah. and everything in between. When we talk about interruptive, uh, a typical example, just to put it into something that you may be more um, familiar with, would be a TV advert. You know, you sat down watching your, your, your favorite yep. TV show, and then, you know, the adverts comes on and somebody says, hey, buy my stuff, buy my stuff, buy my stuff. So, you know, radio mm-hmm. advertising is exactly the same, isn't it, Damien, where, you know, you listen to your favorite Correct. song in the car, the, the adverts come on, and it's like, you know, buy my stuff, buy my stuff. So that's what we mean by interruptive marketing or interruptive yep. communications. And Facebook on that is there because, you know, you're either spying on somebody or nosing on somebody or researching having a bit of fun on Facebook and then if that pops up and you know pulls your eyeball out that's what you're talking about with interruptive on Facebook Damien yeah correct correct you know and it's 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 a totally different platform you know um again you know what what, whatever your business might be are you a local business are you a a a, a regional business are you a national business are you international business yeah both platforms you can get so granular now with paid advertising so you could target you know street addresses postcodes whatever so so there's advertising really for every, any business yeah but i think the, the the you know the most important thing is what type of business are you yeah. are you you know an, an emergency thing where 
uh, a local business where people need you you now and they're actively searching for you. And that's not to say you can't use other other platforms like Facebook to back that up. Uh, into stuff like retargeting, which we'll talk a bit later on in the, in the conversation. But um, it, it really depends what business model is going forward. What what is the best platform to start with? Absolutely. So I think that nice and sort of segues in, Damien. Really, that you know, if if I'm just getting started, you know, and, and I'm, I'm really novice, and you know, maybe I've got my Google account set up or whatever, is Facebook or AdWord, Google AdWords, better, or is that back to what type of business? Or could you give us an example, maybe, of which where a Google may be a better platform than maybe Facebook, or, or you know, maybe sec- industry yeah. sectors, or a couple of examples? So if I am stuck here learn, learning to get started two or three examples around you know which is better facebook or adverts by sector or by product or price point or something like that sure it, it, i think a really broad uh thing with facebook is is people people are very passionate about things so if you've got a product where people are passionate that works very very well on social platform Again, this is just one one concept. Yeah, I understand it's so, an example only. It's not to be taken as the rule, yeah. Yeah. So so Facebook, for example, uh, you can drill down to things like interests, yep. geographic, demographic, uh, age, sex, location, all these things. You can even drill down a lot further in some of the, the, the added categories, yep. the partly categories in you know income streams, things like that. Google is, 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 as I've mentioned before, is, is more a search intent platform. Yeah. So it's someone looking for a solution there and then. Yeah. Whereas Facebook is not necessarily, you know, people are not necessarily searching on Facebook for your solution. So you've yeah. got to advertise in a, in a completely different manner. Yeah, so, so different stages of the funnel we're talking about there as well, Damien, yeah. aren't we? The, you know, Facebook Correct. and Google, you know, based on what where they're at at that moment in time in their need for a service or demand, could be top, middle, or bottom Correct. stages yeah. of the funnel. Correct. So, you know, Facebook works really well where you can target people that there's an active, reasonably sized audience that you can see. And on all these platforms, you can do some research before you spend a penny, excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> and see what is available yeah. google you can go on to a free tool they have if you've got an adwords account so you can see what the landscape is like yeah. how competitive it for your keywords so you yeah. could do you know if i'm a um an estate agent or a realtor or as they say in america yeah. in a certain area you could put some keywords in and it'll bring a load of data saying you know there's two thousand searches a month it's going to cost you you know exactly you know what the market is how competitive is you can do the same thing in a a different way in a more indirect way with facebook so you could say um if i'm selling you know a a local dog trainer or something yeah the internet favorite um (laughs) you could target by interests you could target by location you could target by brands yeah so you know somebody's got a dog um, they, they might be interested in, you know, food brands for dogs, pedigree, chum, win a lot, whatever they might be. Shameless they plug there for the uh, food industry, dog food industry. Yeah. <laughs> I've got a pedigree t-shirt. Absolutely. On, on. Or it could be things like experts or authors in that industry. So a, a big celebrity in the US is, is it Cesar Milan, who's yep. a dog trainer. You know, people are interested in that. You can target it. Would, 
in dogs. The beauty of something like Facebook then is you can do what's called layering. So you could say, okay, I want to pick people who are interested in Caesar Milan and potentially interested in pedigree chumps yeah. who've expressed an interest. And then you can cross those people over to layer the audience. So yeah. you, you, you're people you're striking them on two like points, them. not just one. Yeah. So, so you, the, the data is a lot more uh, useful, basically. Yeah, it's yeah. very easy to like a page or, or, or something. Yeah, when you so, start layering interests, demographics over it, you, you, you get a lot more accurate and targeted audience. That's a phenomenal explanation. And I just want to pick up on a couple of things. Um, for the audience mm. listening, um, a lot of people will be saying, hey, you know, Mike or Damien, you know, how do they know I'm interested in season one? How do they know I'm interested in, you know, uh, David Beckham or a specific football team yeah. or whatever it would be? So maybe if you could just touch on that for me. And also just, I think the second point is just more of a confirmation that you can do, that if you do start to layer it and get multi-validation points, your data set is going to come a lot smaller, of course, isn't it? And yeah. Because you're narrowing it. And, you know, instead of sort of being marketing to every Everybody, you'd be more laser focused. So it's got to be sure that what you're promoting or your service, you, you know, it's got to be relevant to that audience. Because if you take it down too thin, you're not going to get enough reach. If you take it um, too wide, you're going to get people inquiring and burning your budgets for, you know, probably things that they're not even interested in. So, you know, just be careful with that. And uh, probably more of a medium to advanced technique to start with, Damien, would you say that layering or would you get yeah, that out of the yeah. gate? Yeah. So, so let, let's use Facebook as an example. Mm. I think, you know, if you like me, <laughs> which uh, maybe some people are, yeah. uh, tend to, we tend to have our browsers open all the time. And, it, and you know, the, the statistics with Facebook are, you know, I, I don't know what they are, something like you know, people look at Facebook 10, 15 times a day. Yeah. Generally, they will have that browser open in the background when they're doing other things. Yes. What Facebook is doing all the time is almost spying on us, yeah. seeing what work we're interested in. Yeah. So it's seeing exactly, you know, do we opt in for this? Do we opt in for that? Are we more clickers? Are we buyers? Are we... So the, so the building up, we've got over 2,000 data entry points. So, so their algorithm is just becoming, you know, better and better. So all the time they're building up data on you as a user, you know, yeah. you, you computer person. Also, that there's obvious actions that you can take as a user. I like, you know, if you like pedigree chum or you like whatever, uh, or you're, you're part of a Facebook page or things yeah. like that, so you can target that, that, that level. But Facebook all the time is, is picking up information about you and it knows people are, are more likely to buy, yeah. people more likely to click, people more likely to uh, watch a video. Yeah. So, so, the, so it's phenomenally intelligent and it's getting better all the time. Yeah. So the intel is, and what we're saying, audience, is that when you're building your Facebook adverts, you're asked, you know, as Damien said earlier, you know, is there a geographical location or, you know, give me everybody in this 50 mile radius or this, you know, or whatever it might be, or interesting pedigree term or, or whatever it might be. And that's collecting data and it's either something that you've clicked on or something you've stated, like you're following your favorite football team or you're buying concert tickets off a certain site, then that's what you're talking is it's, it's, it's sort of that intelligence that's coming up and building a, you know, a psychological, demographical and geographical profile of you. So when advertisers are looking to advertise on Facebook, they can start selecting off pre-selected categories that then, you know, I take it, Damien, those adverts are only showing to those people who are interested in that type of uh, product. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, as, you, as you rightly said before, you can get very general, you know, if you were someone 
interested in yoga, you know, yeah. you, you could do a, a very general thing. It, it wouldn't be a very targeted audience, but then you, you, you would layer down, you know, what, what other things are yoga. That, you know, I don't know anything about yoga, but there's, I'm sure there's yeah. specialist types of yoga that, that would be more targeted. Yeah, and it could be yoga um, classes in an area, something, couldn't it? You know, or whatever, or, yeah, or, yeah, or yeah, you know, or, yeah. or, or so, online yoga yeah. classes or whatever. Awesome. And, you know, as I said, all this information is, is readily available. Before you spend a penny, you can look at this, this data and, and, and get a feeling for the market. You know, so there's no surprises when the bill comes in that, you know, if you know it's, you know, yeah. I mean, there's always a classic example, Damien, this, this stat might be out of date now and you, maybe you can correct me, but I know a lot of the American markets, uh, if you're a DUI, like a, a driving under the influence or a drink driving lawyer in LA, the pay-per-click is like a hundred, two hundred dollars a click or something ridiculous. Yeah. I don't know what it is these days, yeah, but, yeah. you know, but if you're, yeah. if you're selling, you know, uh, some type of abstract or awkward or very low demand product, it might be 10 cents a click so you know there's a lot of drink yeah. driving cases in LA so the lawyers are fighting for that market so it's a high cost uh, whereas you know you know VHS video recorders maybe uh, a, a lot lower click <laughs> if that makes sense and, 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 and you know yeah. maybe you could just talk around that a minute or two for us uh, Damien and just explain um, why the, the, the platforms like Google and Facebook do charge for different sort of uh, you know sort of bid prices yeah. again um, basically yeah. It, uh, both Google and Facebook have got what we call inventory. So yeah. it's, it's and, and the number of positions they, they're prepared to sell their ads. Mm. So if a lot of people are searching on, let's use Google for example now, DUI lawyers in New York or something, mm. I guess, you know, there's a lot of people probably looking for that problem at any one time. Yeah. So, you know, if, if there's a lot of people searching on it, and then there's a lot of people advertising on it at the same time, then you you, you cause that you know the classic supply and demand. Absolutely, the prices will rise in the market, and it is it is basically an auction situation. You know, mm. all traffic platforms to a degree are an auction platform. Um, obviously, there's things like relevancy and uh, interaction which which play on it. But you know, how much are you willing to pay to get a, a click or an impression to your website? Which you were in control of. Yeah, which just out just outside of this podcast, um, and for any entrepreneurs or young entrepreneurs out there listening, you know, understanding the cost of client acquisition and also the cost of client lifetime value. So, what's a client worth to you? So, you you know, you might do them product X, but you know, it's likely that they might buy product Y and product Z in the future. Uh, we will be doing a podcast and a blog section on client lifetime value and cost of client acquisition. And really, once you get a better understanding of what that client's worth to you, you then that helps you define your bid strategy or understanding of your return on investment, Damien. Yeah. Yeah, you know, you, you've got, you know, businesses are, are not bottomless pits and um, it's, it's not just how much, you, you you know, you're willing to pay to get a client. That, that is the number one thing, you know, when I speak to lots of businesses, they don't have a clue of, the, of that metric. Yeah. You know, and it's difficult if you're a new business because you've probably never done it before. Yeah, and there's other things going off as well that you think is more important. Yeah. You know, it's difficult, but you've got to get a handle on those numbers pretty quick. The, the other thing which is really important to get a handle on is cash flow. Yeah. You know, if, if you're a business with a long time to, to turn your lead into a paying customer, yeah. you've got to factor that into it. Absolutely. You know, if it's something it's taking seven days, then you're spending 100 quid a day. 
turn around in seven days, you potentially 700 quid, you've invested in paid traffic before you get a return. Absolutely. In some of the industries, you know, I, I, I've operated in some of my clients operate, that could be two or three months. Hmm. They're in, you know, very high uh, things like property investment, things yep. like real estate, but the payoff is very big. So they, they know the numbers and they're willing to yeah. spend a couple. You know where the break comes in. So I think that's a great way and a great segue, Damien, to sort of start. And again, I always try and base these podcasts, you know, at a lower level of knowledge to, 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 so we don't exclude, you know, the people getting started. And, you know, we'll make reference points to more advanced strategies and media, you know, medium strategies. But if I am starting out uh, on paid traffic, uh, you know, David, yeah. what type of budget do I need to get started either on Google or Facebook? Okay, great, great questions. Probably one of the questions I get mm. asked all the time. Again, let, let's, let's just use an example of Facebook, for, for example. With with Facebook, you could literally get started for a dollar a day. Yeah. You know, so small a budget if you do promoter posts. So you don't need a big budget. And I, I think the, the paid traffic industry has frightened a lot of businesses off because, right. they're, they're, you know, they've got this thought that, you know, they're, they're, they're going to start advertising then in a week's time and look at the credit card statement and all the money's been sucked out of the bank account. Yes, it's hoovered you're, out. You're in control of an advertiser to put whatever you want to spend on a, a daily, monthly, whatever way you want to do it, a budget. So if I want to spend $5 a day, £5 a day, that's it. Yeah. You know, Facebook, Google, they're, they're both the same, will not spend more than that. So you're in control. So when you burn your budget, basically your adverts just stop showing. Is that what we're saying? Correct. Yeah. Um, what what you do get though, that the more you can actually spend on a budget at the outset, the quicker you get data. So if, for example, you're advertising on on Facebook, um, you might want to test two or three variables of an ad. Yes. So, you know, on a very simple basis, you got ad A, ad B, and ad C. So. If you only had five dollars, it'd be very difficult yeah. and it'd take longer to get meaningful data. Mm. So, so the more money you spend, the quicker you will get data. Yeah. And so that, that, that. Yeah. So what we're saying for the audience is here: it's a, a term that you may or may not see banded around called split testing, and you know, obviously, getting your analytics to to, to to get that ready. So, you know, you don't want to put all your budget behind one particular advert because if that headline's wrong or the image is just slightly out of connection to your marketplace, you know, maybe you've just not got something right, you know, because what you think might be right, even with as much research and keyword analysis, you just might be off point. So putting two or three adverts out there, you know, getting some analytics behind that, as Damien's saying, putting a little bit of stronger budget to start with just to get it moving, like pushing that rock. It's harder to get that rock moving than it is to keep it going. And then, you know, after... You know, maybe Damien, you can share with us in a moment or two about, um, you know, the time before you'd sort of optimize that. But once we've got that data, then look and see what's working and what's not. And then if one's just absolutely, you know, getting clicks but no conversion, then you can scrap that one and then, you know, we can pile the budget into the other two or, or, yeah. or a combination yeah. of. But, you know, what's the, what's the average optimization time, Damien? You push it out Google or Facebook or, or whatever um, before you would sort of say, right, I'm going to bring the curtain down and I'm going to look at the data before I maybe go and invest a ton of more money into which yeah. is working or not. It's, it's a great question. I, I would always let ads run for 72 hours before doing anything. Yeah. So you, you, you literally let them get out there Google's algorithm is is sort of doing its its work, 
and then review them after yeah. 72 hours. What, what, you, what you're going to tend to find with, with something like Facebook is it's the old 80-20 rule. Yeah. You know, um, 20% of your ads are going to be 80% of your revenue in. Yeah. So it, it's a case of failing fast, as, as people say, um, in a positive way. So, you know, you can very, and the beauty of online advertising, paid advertising is you can so quickly see what's working and what's not. Brilliant. You know, go back 40, 50 years to direct mail or something like that. Yeah. You might be months between before you're doing it. So you can test with very small budgets, get some meaningful data and then say, okay, you know, this ad's not going to work. The other ad, the other targeting or the other audience or whatever it might be, is working really well. So yeah. we'll, we'll stop what's not working, shift that budget into what is working, and then we'll optimize again. Yeah. So it's, it's, a, it's a continuous process of improvement. Yeah. So ju just hold it there for a minute, Damien, for the audience. And, you know, I always sort of stop sort of the, the clock when something fundamentally is worth repeating, Damien. And um, what you just said there, and I think the audience, if, you know, Damien mentioned to get that pad and pen out, get scribbling these notes down. Online advertising is instantaneous. It's digital. It's on or it's off. You know, you can put it out there. You can see what's working. You can cap your budgets, um, and and more than anything, you can you can chop and change. You're not having to like you say go to a printing press or a publishing house and then publish it. You know, spend a thousand pound on a full page advert to find out that nobody inquired or whatever. So, Damien, just recover again for us. Just repeat again about you know the yeah. the online advertising being instantaneous and how you can analyze, change, chop, and correct quickly. And I think. It's the speed and automation I'd really want the audience to get a feel of. Okay. So basically with, with Facebook, Google, whatever it is, you, you can set up little things on your site which are called pixels, which are just basically tracking codes which sit in the background. You know, you don't see them, but they're, they're building up data. Yeah. So you can see very, very quickly when you log into your analytics, which if you're advertising, you want to track and measure everything. Yeah. Very, very key. You know, it's... Uh, again, that's a, a big fundamental thing we'll, we'll touch back maybe later in the, 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 the interview. Yeah. But it's it's so important that you track what's happening. With, with say, uh, if you were an online business selling, you know, uh, I don't know, a, a, a course online, yeah. then you can very easily track when someone has gone through your shopping cart, bought the product and gone to your th thank you page. Yeah. That would trigger what we call a conversion. Yeah. We can do the same thing with people opting into a list if it's just opt-ins we're trying to get. So we can track conversions very, very quickly. In the offline world, that's much more difficult Absolutely. to do. So you, literally, you can have that data in sustained. It's real-time, virtually, bar a small lag. You, you can get the data, analyze it, and chop and change very quickly from meaningful you know real data yeah it's factual data it's not opinion there's no advertising sales rep going to say hey you should be doing this or say doing that no. you know you can see what's working is it sticking at the top of the funnel the middle of the funnel Damien's just there covered things like you know understand your goals with it you know you're trying to get grow your email list to retarget so you know yeah. opting in and everybody hits you thank you for opting in page gets clusters of conversion and then that's you know you know a stat in the bank that we know that landing page or that e lead magnet or that ebook's working for you you know and the, the, the word pixel is, um, you know, is, is something for the for the you know for the people who are just getting started. It, it, it's a piece of code that you know Facebook or Google will provide you in the analytics dashboard. Uh, you put it on 
onto your website or your landing page or your inside, you know, wherever you know you, you add and then your conversion goes, and, and it's going to basically walk through the audience of the steps that they've taken. A bit like footprints in the snow, Damien would be a typical yep. example. Right. That hey, you know, I've, I've yep. stepped into the snow and taken three steps, then I've stopped, so I didn't take that next step. And then I suppose a bit more of an advanced strategy, Damien, you could then start talking about things like full funnel retargeting, where you sort of say, if they do this, show them this advert, and if they don't do that, show yep. them a different advert. And this is where you know it gets really excited. I think with, with paid traffic, Absolutely. is you know I think most people, most small businesses, it, it is a way to generate leads, which ultimately will go to sales. And, and that's not to say that's what we're trying to do, but you're missing out on such a huge opportunity if you're not doing things either between the point where they uh, opt in to b before they become a customer, and you know most businesses. I, 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 you know, you speak to actually neglect the people yeah. who actually become customers. Absolutely. So, to give you an example of, of of that, you know, if you were doing full funnel retargeting, yeah. Let's say, uh, you know, I think I think a lot of people are aware of say a product launch formula, for example. Yeah. You know, the typical product launch where you sh show a series of two or three videos over a week, and then you go into the shop, the, the carts open after a week. So most people will, will traditionally rely on email to, to get their message across. Yep. Okay. Now, if you've got, if you're doing well with email, you're probably getting 20%, 30% of people actually opening your email. Yes. Which, you know, that, that's, that's a good statistic. Absolutely. If you're, if you're topping that on where at the same time you're triggering an ad to show, say a Facebook ad to show at the same time when video one goes live, so potentially another 30, 40% of people can see the video ad, sorry, the ad, Facebook ad show, as well as the email, then you, you've, you've just immediately captured double the audience. Absolutely. So it's more bang for your buck. And, and the thing, you know, and, yeah. and if we just rewind that up and put it into a stepped basis, Damien, just for the audio, you know, what Damien's saying there is, you know, whether you understand the PLF, the Jeff Walker product launch formula or not, that if you're pushing a promotion out there that says, hey, day one, I'm going to send an email or a video out, day two, I'm going to do this, or day five or day 10. Uh, as you launch, you're emailing out 18, 20, 21%, 25%, 30% open rates. That means 60, 70, 80% aren't opening those emails, so you're missing it. So what Damien's saying is, if you match a Facebook or whatever type of ad at the same time as that email. So if I watch video one um, and then, you know, I'm ready I'm, I'm ready to be consuming for, for, for video two and I'm waiting for video two to come out, let's say in a week's time, so let's say three days time, you want to stop showing me the advert to say, hey, watch video one, hey, watch video one, because I've yeah. already watched it. So what full, full funnel retargeting is going to do is once you've watched that video and then we know you've watched it because we've got the conversion pixel on there, it's then going to start showing you a different ad to start building up the excitement and anticipation ahead of video two coming out in three days and then if you don't watch it it's going to retarget you to say hey don't forget to watch this so it's the right message at the right time and supportive and congruent marketing emails stacked on top of social media adverts and like I say your reach and what we mean by reach is you know obviously how many people we, we, we're getting that message in front of um, is just going to be significantly higher which people see more this better option you know better or a better option for people or a better um result for people to click through Damien and, and either watch the video make the sale or be educated towards your purchase and you know so yep. think about it in stages 
I release content one, I send an email, I show one a email, I show Facebook ad one. I send content two, I show Facebook, you know, uh, ad two, uh, and then same on email three or video three and, and Facebook ad three. So the advert is relevant to the stage that they're in the sales funnel or the marketing funnel. Yeah. And, you know, again, the, the, the big thing where I think most businesses miss out is the, the, the customer journey. Once someone's opted in, then they're just relying on, on, on email, you know, which, you know, everyone thinks email's free. Well, it is and it isn't, but that's another story for probably for another You could podcast, do a documentary but, on email marketing. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it's the thing as well when, when, you know, as people, when they've actually got a paying customer, then it's, it's, you know, how you ascend that customer up. Yeah. Once they bought your, you know, let's say it's a, a $97 or £97 product, then you can start retargeting with, with other offers. Yeah. Because they're in your funnel now. So you've got control of showing them what message at what time you, you want to show it. Basically. Yeah. And based very, on what products important. that they've purchased. Yeah. And yeah, that, exactly. that also then comes back into frequency. And, you know, part of the building that, you know, client lifetime value we talked earlier about, you know, we don't just sell them one product to say thank you very much. You know, you know, most companies, if not all, have got a range of products or services. Mm-hmm. Now, some maybe just poles apart like a retail or a trade counter, but a lot of them are, you know, uh, relative. So, you know, uh, uh, using the construction industry heavy, you know, uh, somebody buying a, a, a boiler on the wall, then wouldn't it make a lot of sense to retarget them say hey we'll sell you a service package to come and service that boiler every six yeah. or 12 months and but you know you know a lot of people miss that and you know it, it's not as if you're saying hey i've sold you a boiler can i now sell you an ipad you know where there's no connection but which you do get some crazy things out there but but you know you're selling hey i bought a boiler i want to buy a service contract that makes sense the warrant is running yeah. out you're going to be exposed you could be left i know it's reasonably new but hey preventative maintenance is better than corrective maintenance when it breaks down let's sell you a service pack and for a 10 or 20 pounds a month we can do that so that's the type of retargeting and, and the upselling that yeah. you're talking about once you're going from there fantastic yeah. Perfect. Yeah. so we talked earlier about the type of businesses damien that you know uh, paid app traffic's not good for so emergency services you know if, you, if you've got water piling through your ceiling and you know and it's middle of the night you need a 24-hour plumber then you know facebook's not really necessarily yeah. that's more search intent with google or whatever but what sort of businesses does paid traffic generally not work for damien if you could just sort of give us an overview on that yeah i, I think in my experience if, if you've got a, a low dollar or a low ticket item without any other products in your funnel yeah. then it's going to be quite difficult for you to, to make paid traffic work yeah i'll give you an example you know let's say you're selling a a ten dollar ebook yeah uh they you know clicks are 50 cents on facebook yeah that means you know to, to, to generate one sale you've got to convert i don't know 20 percent five percent to convert to get that to, to get a break even now that's probably an over ambitious figure you know you probably might be converting at one or two percent yeah if you there's nothing wrong with low ticket items you know i love them i think they're, they're, they're great but if you've got nothing behind it a funnel of, of a, a natural progression then it's going to be very difficult for you to make paid traffic pay yeah. the, the other thing is, is obviously with with the internet marketing niches how quickly you can build that customer value up yeah so if you can you know, if you've got one or two upsells, things like that, which people, you know, buy the $10 product, then there's a $97 upsell, then there's a, a 497 upsell and a continuity, 
you know, obviously that they've got to be related and, and in line with, with the original property. But you could go from being a, a ten dollar purchase at point of sale to you know, let's say a hundred dollar on yeah. average purchase. So you could you know, literally out market your competitors if they've only got a ten dollar product. Yeah. So, that's, so you know very. So we're talking about liquidating the cost of the paid traffic through the, maybe the first mm. purchase, Damien. And what we mean by that is like what Damien's example, you got a $10 ebook or $10 video three series course or something along that line. Um, and you, your paid traffic budget goes to a, a certain level and you get one sale, you're sort of washing out there. You know, there's no further sale, you know, you're at break even or loss or maybe a very nominal profit at best. But being able to then say, hey, you know, people who bought this or somebody bought that or you can improve your results faster faster, quicker with speeder automation by going to the next level and buying this £97 or dollar product. The, the cost to acquire that customer, what Damien's covering there in a lot of detail is, the cost to acquire that customer has already been made in that original paid traffic budget. So, you know, the rest of that client lifetime value and that product purchase outside of the cost to deliver the product is, is, is bottom is straight to the bottom line. I feel the great, isn't it, to, to profit? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, and you know this is not a new phenomenon. It's no. you know the McDonald's, you know extra fries or super size. It's at that point of sale. You know you, you can double, triple that that customer value very, very quickly. Yeah, and that you know works brilliantly with automation and funnels and systems and stuff like that. So just slightly off topic, Damien, but I think it's relative for the audience to understand this. Whilst you know, you know, and, and thanks ever so much, Damien. Some absolute gold and diamond nuggets that we're sharing here, and, and, and you know, you know, don't only take notes, but play this podcast back. You know, you know if, you, if you want the resources, you can jump over to blog.thesuccessup.uk. We're going to give the transcript to this, so you can read this back. You download the app in the Google Play or the App Store uh, if you're listening to this podcast online, um, and just listen to it back and listen to it back and, and get better value. And, and I think. Just off topic, but I think worth mentioning. Like anything in digital marketing, you need a strategy behind this, guys. You know, you know, people say, "Hey, you know, well, isn't you know expensive to you know have a paid traffic manager?" Well, you know, I'm not saying it's expensive. It's it, it's value for what you pay, but it's far it's far more cost effective to have professional paid traffic management in place than it is to go out there, you know, jumping off cliffs with blindfolds on, you know, hoping that it's a six foot drop instead of a six hundred foot drop because burning on paid traffic. If you don't quite sure how to get the strategy, you're not quite sure how to get the budget set up. You're not quite sure what adverts work. You can be two weeks, three weeks, a month, two months down the road, picking up 500,000, 2,000, 3,000, 5,000 pound bills if you, if you set it that high or lower, you know, a 1,000 pound a month, and then you could get nothing for it. So, you know, getting that strategy behind there, uh, looking at uh, what your sector is, what your niche is, what your goals are, what your objectives are, having a professional to be able to guide you through that process uh, is, is fundamental. And the money that you would invest in that and any ongoing management fees, you know, if, if any of you guys have got a pension or you're in wealth management, you know, your wealth management or your pension company are charging you a fee each year, then it might only be half a percent, one percent, one and a half percent to actually um, make sure they invest that pension money in the right areas. So back on topic with pay traffic, having the professionals do this, then, you know, you, whilst there's a cost to do that, Damien, isn't there? But, you know, ultimately, uh, you know, getting it right, it'll keep your cost per click or your cost per conversion or, or your cost per retargeting or your cost per all that down and you know ultimately 
over this with the right strategy, you're going to get a faster and more positive ROI with the experts yep. guiding you. So get your strategy right, guys. There's, there's plenty of resources you can do that. And uh, when you go over to Blog Drop the Success Hub, myself and Damien have shared a, a resource uh, on paid traffic um, that will help you get a bit better feel on setting your paid traffic strategy up. Um, you know, and obviously, if you want to jump on a call with myself or Damien, you can book a consultation. We can do that and chat with you, you know, further from there. Um, so strategy, super, super, super important, Damien, isn't yeah. it? And, and, and right at the outset. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I think, I think if you go into this blind, you're going to get burnt. Yeah. Um, you know, it's very important. You know, I spend a lot of time with my clients trying to find out what their clients are worth to them. You know, what how much is a lead worth to them? Right? Yeah. Before we, you know, put a penny to paid advertising, we, you know, who is the customer? What's it worth to them? All this research, uh, which is the, the part most businesses skip. You know, yeah. they just want to, oh, I want some leads, you know, and, you know, a, a pound a click is great. And uh, again, you know, it, it, it's stuff you've got to track and measure. People think, you know, cheap clicks are great, which which, which they could be, you know, I'm not yeah. saying they're not, but you've got to, you know, wind back the thing and, and say, well, it, what what is that? Is, is, it, is it great to get a pound click? Or is it better to get a five pound click, which is going to make 500 quid than a pound click, which only makes 50 quid? Yeah. So it's all strategy metrics and numbers and, and, and looking at it. So it's, it's not just, you know, how, how cheap can I get traffic for? It's the quality of the traffic. Yeah, absolutely. And I think then, you know, you get into all sorts of things of congruency, uh, traffic to, to, to adverts, you know, to landing page, to, you know, all that type of stuff, which we'll cover in a more mm. deep dive of this podcast when we get Damien back on and we te- you know, we'll open it up into specific segments. Um, Damien, I've absolutely love to have you on the show. And I've, I've really got one other question that um, I think, you know, I think it needs to be addressed. And I think we get asked a lot on the strategy board when we do that. And yep. I know you get this a lot. What type of pages should we be driving paid traffic to? And what I mean by pages is online pages on the site. You know, could you just talk around that a little bit and help the audience? Yeah, great question. Uh, it's, it's become a lot tougher um, or there's more policies in place both by, by both Google and, and Facebook. So the sort of pages you can drive traffic to. Yeah. Google is, is still a lot more strict than Facebook as at time of recording this, this yeah. interview. Uh, but you know, I, I, I do see that Facebook will become more and more stringent, yeah, compliant with it. So, yeah, um, you know, a great strategy with with things like Facebook ads is to send people to a really good article. Yeah, and that could be a blog post where you're just pixeling people to show their their intent and their interest, which is data segmentation to say, hey, I'm interested in this yeah. product or that product. Yeah, if if you're going to uh, a more specific thing where you want to go to lead capture i.e get them to opt in for something then you want to go to, to much more specifically designed pages that uh, have, have got really one purpose in mind so you wouldn't really send uh, paid traffic to your home page no. reason being you've got 10 different buttons on it people just get lost yeah. so you've got to have a page which is designed and congruent with your ads so if you know if it's uh you know get our report on uh, how to do paid traffic or whatever yeah. then you want to support which is congruent with that ad and gives them not a lot of opportunities to do anything else yeah so again you want to, the ad to be congruent with the landing page yeah you need to follow the, the, the uh, policies all the time that yeah. they provide very important 
know, it changes on a, a you know a, a daily, weekly basis. That so, you know, one of the times I spend a lot, a lot of my time is, is looking at what the changes are, so we make sure that we're we're not breaking any policy violations, things like that, even with paid traffic. Um, so yeah, if you're trying to get someone to to capture something, to capture data, them opt in, then you want a specifically de- designed page. Yeah. So we're talking, we're talking something like, you know, and again, it, you, you'll hear in the digital marketing world as entrepreneurs, things like squeeze pages, landing pages. Yeah. And the purpose of that, um, you know, I get the long form sales letter page and I get this sideways sales letter page, you know, we, we're big PLF, Jeff Walker owners, and you know, we, we practice that ourselves. However, uh, whether it's the long form sales or the sideways sales letter that that Jeff Walker does. Um, however, what we're talking about here is a landing page. And what Damien covered earlier, and, and really please make sure you do a check on your landing pages, um, is that you really want them to do one or two things. Yeah, the, the ad's congruent to the landing page with its free report, it's a video series or whatever. But you want them to do two things, Damien, don't you? you? Sorry, one of two things. When they hit that page, you want them to either opt in and take the call to action that you want them to do, or they're going to leave. Now, these things like exit, yep. intent, uh, exit intent technology that you can do to stop them leaving, or at least slow them down from leaving. But ultimately, what Damien was saying earlier, on a homepage or driving paid traffic to a website, there's a home, there's the contactors, there's the team, there's the solutions, there's this. There's this, there's this, there's this. There's so much stuff going off that, the, you know, they forgot about the advert where they've come from and you, you, you're diluting yeah. your chances of getting that conversion, whether that's an opt-in, a download, a purchase, you know, an, an enrollment or a, 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 a signal of intent. So, you know, guys, you know, simple thing. And, and uh, you know, Damien, you know, we share stuff. We, we're very direct on this show. You know, if, and we say right at the beginning, if, you know, if people are offended by that, then it's probably not the show for you. But if you're driving paid traffic to a really fully blown out website, then you're going to be spending and wasting money left, right and centre. Stop doing it. Stop driving paid traffic to websites. There is strategic or tactical pages that you might want to do on there if you've got something on. Get it to content for blogs. Get help data segmentation. Get them to specific landing pages that are relevant to the adverts and that obviously naturally full of benefit for the for the for the visitor of that page to, to be able to consume your content yep. get them segmented and start following up with something like Infusionsoft or, or whatever in your marketing automation so keep it focused keep it right and keep your customer or your visitor on track with your agenda don't give them the easy yep. out button of a menu bar at the top or anything like that and that, that's what we're saying isn't it yeah well, <laughs> nailed it Mike could have yeah. said it better yeah, well, you know, I get it all the time where I get people saying, you know, drive traffic to you, you get a website up and drive traffic to your website, drive traffic to your website. And I'm yeah. sort of going, no, 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 you know what I mean? And you're just pouring money down the drain. And, and as yeah. I say, if you just employ that one strategy by diverting your traffic, your paid traffic to landing pages or blog content based on your, your conversion goal, you've got to see a significant increase in results, you know, overnight. And what is what is this stats, Damien? And, and, you know, don't quote us on this, this is just a loose figure but you're about 46 percent better conversion on a landing page than a website or something like that what, what, oh, what are yeah. you seeing at the moment say, uh, say, yeah yeah i'd say probably probably more I don't, I, yeah i don't know what the yeah start so if you've got a very good you know landing page you'd expect to pay a squeeze page landing page whatever you want to use depending on the traffic uh, you know is it warm or hot have, yeah. you know have they seen you before you would expect to you know conversion anywhere from 15% to 50%, yeah. depending on how warm that traffic. If you send them to your homepage, you're probably looking at, you know, two, 3% yeah. to get the actual 
what you want them to do. So that's even at lowest difference. average, that's a 12% variance between 2% two or 3% and 15%. You know, and you yeah. know, think about what that does, what your spend budget is. And if you had a 13, 15 to 50% increase in conversions, and you know, well, that's opt-in to grow your list, which should be part of your strategy anyway. One of your number one strategies should be list growth, list growth, list growth. Um, or mm-hmm. you, you, you push into an online shop or a, a low or high medium ticket offer, feeling leads for your sales team sales funnel what does 50 percent look like in your business write that number down audience you know write it down multiply it by your average sale price and obviously the net margin that you'd make and then start thinking about what a correctly managed paid traffic solutions can do for you you know but you know the strategy the you know the congruency all needs to play a part you know you just can't do that overnight and expect that result so you know there's a bit of a, an earnings disclaimer on that as well but there's other things that contribute to that guys but you know start thinking and you know think about what you can to think about, you know, if, if I'm if I'm trying to talk to you about McDonald's and then I get you interested in McDonald's, then I open the door and it says Kentucky Fried Chicken inside. It's like, hey, what's going off here? You know, I thought I were coming here for McDonald's, not, not not Kentucky. So, you know, keep it simple, keep it congruent, uh, keep it relevant, and keep it focused and target, and stop driving traffic to your website. <laughs> in most cases, and you're going to get a lot better result, yeah. Damien. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, nailed it, Mike. Yep. Awesome. So we're going to wrap this podcast. I hope you've enjoyed it. And like I say, if you do want to get more on this, you could head over to blog.thesuccessup.uk. You could download the entire transcript that myself and Damien have gotten, the diamond nuggets and awesome advice that Damien's put out here. Take it, practice it, apply it, learn it, study it. Uh, and also you can download the, the you know, the, the, the paid traffic strategy um, sort of template that we're going to put up there as well for you. So, Damien, to wrap the, th- uh, the, the podcast, as I say, it's been an absolute pleasure. I think the, the, the content you've supplied is Thank awesome. The knowledge that you've, you've, you've so kindly shared with the audience is fantastic. It's going to save them a lot of money. It's going to get them better returns. But if we were to wrap and, you know, you know it's like a little bit like what we call the elevator pitch. You know, you've got 60 seconds or, or a couple of minutes, you know. If we will give you know a few tips in a summary format, yeah. I'm starting with paid traffic. What are your top three, top five tips that you'd want to give uh, to our audience so they can really get a fast track and, and get better results with the paid traffic? Okay. If, if you got any sort of doubts of, of, of doing paid traffic, what the first thing I would do is put the pixels on your page. So you go to Google, you go to Facebook, you just install the pixels. Yeah. So you can start tracking the visitors which are visiting your site. So yeah. you don't even have to spend a penny uh, advertising at this stage, but at least you're building up those audiences if you want to advertise later. Awesome. That's the first thing I would do with clients, even before we do anything, you know, because if you're getting reasonable out of traffic, those pixel numbers can build up. So yeah. you're building up potential targeting. Track everything, measure everything. The beauty of paid advertising is it does it for you. You don't have to get expensive software to do it. Most of the, the uh, Google, Facebook, great metrics, data to, to show you what's working and what's not working. Yeah. If you're not tracking traffic, you're going to lose very, very badly. Yes. Um, you know, look at ways you can maximize, not just getting people into your business, but the people who are already in your business yeah. to buy more, pay more. Uh, you know, I think stats have been said, you know, someone in your business is worth seven times more than someone outside your business. So, so many businesses don't focus on that. And that that's something, you know, I've, I've been guilty of. I'm really now starting to focus on people who, in my business, to look after them, 
to you know get them to buy more stuff to, to love me to give them good great service yep that's you know I, I would say one of the biggest points any business should be so it's like a closest to cash situation Damien I know it's a, a term that we band around in the Infusionsoft space but you put in marketing automation in and you know let's focus on getting you that quick return on investment back so closest to cash um, you know it's pointless you know shooting for the moon when you know there's somebody next door who can help you achieve you know stage one today type of thing so there's a bit yep. of that going there as well yeah. So we've got, I get the pixels on, track and measure, you know, really focus hard on on customers. Anything else you'd want to wrap with on that, uh, Damien? You know, whether that's around, the, you know, the client lifetime value or what the lead's worth and uh, things yeah, like that. Yeah, I think, you know, again, is, is one of those things. It's start to think about what that customer, what that lead is worth to your business. Yeah. Really important, you know, before you start doing any sort of paid traffic. Think about it, you know, if you, you've got an existing business, You'll be able to do that, you know, relatively easily. You could say, you know, how many leads did we get in our business? How much sales have we generated? Divide it, and you're going to get how much, you know, a sales worth. Yeah. If you haven't, you're going to make some intelligent guesstimates. But a guesstimate's better than nothing. Yeah, so version one's better than version none, guys, is what Damien's saying there. Get something, and then you should test and measure, and then that becomes more refined. Um, yeah. Damien... Uh, I, I can't thank you enough. I think that the value and the time, we're super appreciative of what you've invested today. Audience, I hope your notebooks are full. I hope you've got some value that you can take back. As I say, you can get the resources at blogger.thesuccessor.uk. You can access it if you're listening online in the Apple Store or the Google Play Store. Uh, just search Castub and you can get this podcast recording there. Uh, Damien, on behalf of everybody here as always, you fill us with uh, valuable insights. Um, we can't thank you enough. We really appreciate you coming on the show. And if anyone's got any questions, you know, if they want to contact me through the the, uh, the blog, be happy to help. You yeah, know, just post some comments on there and Damien will jump on there and get those answered for you. That's that's awesome. And that sort of wraps up episode six of the Cast Up, which is paid traffic. Big thanks to Damien Qualter, uh, the success of the lead paid traffic specialist. Thanks, Damien. You're awesome as always. Uh, we look forward to tuning in next week and we'll uh, be talking more on digital marketing, infusion soft and business growth. Have an awesome week, guys. Go and crush it. Do some hustle and uh, we'll catch up real, real soon. Thanks, Damien. All the best, buddy. Cheers. You have been listening to Cast Hub, brought to you by the Success Hub. To find out more and to get the resources we have mentioned in this podcast episode, simply visit blog.thesuccesshub.uk and view the podcast section. Thanks for listening, and we look forward to catching up with you in our next episode. This podcast and associated materials is published under copyright to the Success Hub. All rights reserved. No reproduction of this material is permitted.